center to recovery, not a rescue. Meteorologists say the last time low temperatures broke minus 30. When they find you, ask for Henry Deaver. Can you hear me? Have we checked out his ears? Henry Deaver. Hello, everybody. This is Acadia Einstein here with the amazingly talented and behatted, although you can't see it, Hannah Selector. We are bringing you the Castle Rock Historical Society podcast, which will guide you semi-expertly through the Hulu original series Castle Rock. And no, we're not experts. We're more like volunteer docents, I would say. Right, so follow us at your own risk. We're doing our best. We're only watching one episode at a time before we record these things, so we might hit a doy here or there. So at the beginning of the episode, it seems appropriate to have a sort of whoops corner where Mm -hmm. we talk about the things we might have missed or gotten wrong or wildly speculated an error about. So being that this is the start of episode two, what kind of doys are we working with here? My biggest doy is didn't realize that Francis Conroy, Mrs. Lacey, was blind. Yeah, but I I also feel like that wasn't really... I was trying to think if we screwed that up by just, like, plain being dumb, but I didn't get any obvious hints that she was. I think whatever he said, and I forgot to go back and listen, whatever he said about the knees, I think he said, I'm the only one that would have to see them, or something like that. Yeah, I thought he was just being, like, wry or whatever, but, and, like, I don't want to sound insensitive here, but doesn't she have, like, a false eye or something? Yeah, she got a glass eye. Because there was no, like, makeup indications, like, any weird-looking pupils or anything, so that's, like, a, that's, like, a half-doy. Yeah, all right. I refuse to accept a full doy on that. They tried Um, to trick us. But, (laughs) yeah, I made a huge whoops because Alan Pangborn is also in the dark half, and I didn't say anything about the dark half that whole episode i mean needful things is just i'm not gonna that's we would have gotten there eventually i got there this time yeah see and and yeah i think and this show may bear it out i think that one could make a strong case that at least somewhere along the tower Sheriff Pangborn is most definitely a gunslinger because yeah. it made me think of the the scene in the one of the gunslinger books I think it was um when they went back to Maine not when they were maybe it was in they they were in New York and Roland sees the New York cops and he says you know they were fat and they were lazy but they were still gunslingers he could see it in the middle of them or something like that and yeah. I feel like Pangborn is the same cut from that cloth type of thing right so, we made a few. I mean, yeah. but yeah. anti-whoops, I promised I would ask my big scary lawyer boss about that case that Henry was screaming about when his client was being re-executed. Mm-hmm. In case there are any brilliant legal minds or interested legal minds listening, you can look up Lockett versus Fallon. It's an Oklahoma Supreme Court case about a pretty creepy, freaky, botched execution. It'd be great stuff for Strangeful Pod, too. Yeah, that is, is a good idea. It gets nasty medically and nasty morally. 
So if I'm no expert, but I think what they tried to do was just bang him on the head with a frying pan, and then a bunch of people said, that's incredibly cartoonish, you can't do that. But hey again, not a scholar. Yeah, exactly. So, further reading, mm-hmm. should you desire. This isn't a legal podcast, so anyway. No. Yet. Until someone sues us, I guess. And my big, my big promise, I fulfilled. And if anybody listened last night and listened all the way through, then they heard the beautiful quote from Alan Pangborn from Needful Things saying, this shit Whoa. stops now. Very exciting. All right. Also found out that so- you don't even need torrents now. Pretty much every movie is on some Russian website. Right. It just streams for free. Of course, I have 11 you know. viruses, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's not just porn that does that anymore, Mm-mm. but that joke still persists. That's yeah, true. We're all busy torrenting Stephen King movies and stuff now. Yep, because so, you know. the world is upside down. Because in olden times, right. you paid for porn and water was free. And now it's all opposite. Woo! Ah, oh, the world. Mm. Anyway... At least we don't live in Castle Rock. No. Um, things are not going well over nope. there, even though it's a small town. So, episode two, Habeas Corpus. And that means have the I body, said this right? I a legal podcast. Mm-hmm. Literally translates to that. The legal concept is that when a person is detained, imprisoned, arrested, that if you file a writ of Habeas Corpus, then your client is brought out and they have to substantiate why they're being imprisoned and that that's legal. That so, seems fair. Obviously, this applies to the kid who, if he has a good attorney, will file a writ of habeas corpus to say, you cannot further detain my client because what did got he no do? reason to. Right, exactly. He's not in the system. So we open back on Shawshank Prison and Zaleski, I remembered yep. his name this time. Mm-hmm. Good guy CO is panicking just because dead bodies in the hallway yep so zaleski goes walking up the stairs looking extremely uncomfortable holding his gun looking like he has no idea what he's doing and it doesn't really seem like there's an actual emergency lo and behold there isn't it was completely an illusion he almost shoots off a fellow co's ear yeah Um, false alarm bad news the false alarm that he pushed so it was actually even his fault Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot of Zaleski, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. But uh, right before all the chaos ensues, this was a minor doy. I didn't mention this last time. The baseball on the radio. Stephen King loves baseball. Very there's true. all of that baseball chatter theme running through a lot of his works. And that one story, the girl who loved Tom Gordon, that mm-hmm. I just could not get through. And Tom Gordon <laughs> well, played for the Red Sox for like an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that book went on for, it seemed like, 16 years. Yep. So, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> somebody liked the girl it's not, Hey, Gordon. we're not saying they're all winners. We're just saying that we like him in general. This is how you know we're objective. I don't That's like right. everything. So, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, he could have killed that guy. And we find out that this is an illusion, probably caused by the What kid. are we going to call him? The kid? That's what they're calling him in the like imdb subtitle credits and stuff so that's i mean do you want to call him dreamboat because you (laughs) love him uh you know the i think it would just take me to faraway places yeah we'd get all distracted 
And then I can't yeah. just call him Skazgad because everyone just make fun of me. So, but that fits the the main theme. Of yeah, that the is main true too. theme. Ha <laughs> 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 zing! Just awful. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the theme song. All the Easter eggs in the theme oh, song. Oh, in the open, yeah, basically that's true. right after that scene. So, I saw pages from Needful Things. The one page from Needful Things. Mm-hmm. I saw. The Green Mile, yep. Salem's Lot, because they were talking about the Petrie family on one of those pages. Mm-hmm. Cujo, a map of Shawshank Prison, The Misery Returns, which is the book that the author was forced to write in the novel Misery, uh, the They Float thing from It, and then the murder red rum thing from... From The Shining. Uh, from The Shining. And I super yeah. tried to pause on the map like four times, but stupid... PlayStation 4 Hulu won't let me. Like, when you push pause, it does a bunch of, oh, you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Do you want to pay and watch commercials? Ha <laughs> ha. Like, ugh, just annoying. Well, I'm here for you because I paused <laughs> on the map. So here were a couple locations. There was Derry, which we know is another important town in Maine. That's mm-hmm. where the events of Dreamcatcher took place. Insomnia, the crash site from the Tommyknockers. Uh, there's Chester's Mill, which is from Under the Dome. Mm-hmm. There was a note about a total eclipse, which happened in Dolores Claiborne. That's right. when she killed her husband. And also at some point during Gerald's Game, which is now a Netflix movie, if you oh, want yeah. to check that out. I haven't watched it yet, but, you know, I've heard it was I've heard it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what I saw I'm gonna on the look, map. I'm going to have to find... I want to see the, the other real towns since... My frame of reference right. would be like, oh, well, I know where that is then because I know where those other towns are. Yeah. I'll find And, it. like, I don't, Derry isn't a real place, is it? No, Derry is an analog okay. for Bangor. Okay. But I think gotcha. I saw Bangor on the map, so they're trying to, like, have it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy from the Dead Zone, I think he's called the Bangor Strangler, so. Oh, for But dog. it could be that yeah, yeah. Hmm. could be that Stephen King just doesn't remember out of the 178 books that he's written. Yeah, or he or just not. went back like he did with the gunslinger and just changed shit so that it fit. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Retconning things. Come on now. Ah, uh, well. But I thought of you when suddenly Tracy started narrating because you did say there's no way they're having Terry O'Quinn just for that one. Yeah, right. I was scene. so excited. Yeah. He's got a great voiceover voice, too. Yeah, he does. It was very foreboding. And uh, he's selling that, that crazy there. So he starts talking about this pervasive evil in Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the dog? Do you remember the strangler? Yeah. Frank Dodd. From and that was Zone. a deep cut because the Dead yeah. Zone is not USA Network TV show, notwithstanding. The Dead Zone with Christopher Walken is very very seldom remembered yeah but i got my dead zone reference so i'm happy you know um yeah frank dodd the strangler the the basic premise of the dead zone being that a guy acquires psychic powers after getting hit on the head right as a kid or something like a car accident after a fair yeah 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 yeah. there we go so he's able he comes and helps solve some crimes but then he also has a brain tumor at the end and he gets mixed up with a politician who, yeah. at the time in the book, it was the most ridiculous thing in the world. No one would ever hold up a baby as a human shield. That no, could never happen. But a hop, skip, and a jump go weave. Yeah. Nice. So. <laughs>
<laughs> well, you know, like Stephen King, you may be able to tell our opinion about our, our current uh, commander-in-chief. But this is not a political or a legal podcast. It's just a, it's just a Castle Rock podcast. Um, no babies. <laughs> um, so then he sorts of starts talking about uh, all of the the things that people have done because of Castle Rock, mm-hmm. ostensibly because of this town. Um, and we get sort of a background on Tracy, which is kind of cool. We see him playing football in high school um, and taking a real hard hit and thinking people thought, I guess, we're supposed to think that people thought he was dead. I don't know. He was, like, laying there in the grass. He seemed at least paralyzed. Yeah, like it had concussed him pretty hard. But he says the one they should have been worried about was my brother, who is actually the one who does that iconic mascot suit jump off the roof that we all saw in the trailer. Yeah, that's so. That there's got to be more to it than that. And right, it also, no joke. It the fact that he's from Castle Rock. There, it goes even deeper than that because if I remember correctly. His wife said to him, we should have taken the buyout 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Something, he was somewhere else. I don't think in Castle Rock. And then he came back to Castle Rock and took that job. And, and remember, because he said, oh, he got blah, blah, blah from whatever on top of his pension. So I think yeah. he was kind of a man on a mission coming back, which is a huge mm-hmm. Stephen King trope. Like everything yeah. is a kid that, can do stuff that kids aren't supposed to do and somebody who has to come back to where they came from to do something that seems improbable. Right. And like justice and paying for your sins and mm-hmm. all of that. Stephen Kingy goodness. And he, there's lines like you could see what this town could do to someone. It's stained with sin and all of that foreboding. Maybe it's the devil under the ice, you know, that we, oh, man, you didn't write it. You didn't write down what the, term was did you monstrous howling yeah i'm just taping that to my monitor from now on all the monstrous howling under or around the ice um in the flashback there were two death scenes that took place in his house he talks about even the evil in his own house so that supports your idea that he hasn't lived there consistently or at least Mm -hmm. that he moved into it later there was a bathtub suicide um which made me think of Stan's death in It. Yep. He has that... It's not Stan's death being flashback, I don't think, because that was in Derry, not Castle right. Rock. Also, but, spoilers for It Part 2, I guess. Which, you know, if you've read the book, then yeah, it's whatever. not a spoiler, but yeah. Spoilers. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry, in case you couldn't tell from my voice. No. And then I was, like, racking my brain on the car one where the lady with the pearl necklace was put in carbon monoxide and killed her parakeet and her husband, but I'm not really sure what if there's a reference what that is. So mm-hmm. maybe that'll be a doy for later, or it'll be explained to us later. I'm kind of yeah. looking. I'm looking forward to the doys because I think that at least on my part is going to become an increasingly big part of the show. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I mean, watch me have to eat my insane theory from the first episode. Yeah, I don't know. I, and I'm jumping. I've got one for you after, like at the end, that I'm going to yes. put right next to yours. Yeah. So we find out after all of these flashbacks and talks about evil that Tracy views himself as some sort of savior of Castle Rock. He believes mm-hmm. he's on a mission to 
catch this evil and imprison it and protect the people. Um, and we go to a scene of him in the prison basement building this cage. He says that God instructed him how to cage the devil and what to do. And as he's building the cage in the background, uh, you may have recognized some of our older listeners or internet savvy listeners that that was George H.W. Bush's speech mm-hmm. in the background, which shows us that that's the year 1991. Specifically yeah. because I remember it. I mean, not super lucidly, but remember it. It was January of 1991, Mm -hmm. which is when Henry Deaver disappeared. Dun, dun, dun. Mm Mm-hmm. So we know maybe he went to Iraq. (laughs) Maybe. Yep. That would explain the lack of frostbite. Exactly. He was liberating Kuwait. That's where he was the whole time. (laughs) Mystery solved. Everybody go home. Um. So, yeah, after we see all of that, then it's back to present day, I believe, when Henry goes a-knocking on Mrs. Tracy's door. Yep. Yep. And this this was the part where I realized she was blind. Uh, I'm getting a little bit ahead of our scene here. But that are you black line is going to stay. I laughed out loud until I realized that I was just like, um, what is going on here? But then I felt really dumb. Yeah, but I like we said. That but that the, was clumsily done. Yes. So just like if anybody heard a noise, my giant polar bear cat Walter just jumped up to help me, and he weighs forty-seven pounds and almost broke all of my belongings. You guys so are yes, out. it made no sense whatsoever until she said, "Are you black?" I right. still didn't get she was blind. Yeah, I, I didn't know if that was some weird... Well, I, anyway, Maine and its racial issues. Yes, I, it was, I yeah, no, I don't see color. I'm so right, super not exactly. racist that I literally some, like, have to Some ask. dumb white person thing yeah. that they were trying to do. I don't know. Kill anyway, turns, turns out she's blind. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyway, I skipped over the part where there was pretty significant camera focus on one of Warden Tracy's paintings of a snowy owl. Yep. Which could be a King reference. You have that owl creature in the mist that kind of looks like a snowy owl. Or in Bag of Bones, when the author goes up into the Attic-y studio area and finds some lie, there's a bunch of owls crowded around. I don't know. Are snowy owls native to Maine? Is that a thing? I, I've never seen one, but I, would, I guess. They're kind owl? of everywhere. The I mean, maybe blind... not snowy ones, but yeah. owls in general. I guess it could have been a barn owl. The blind wife says that everyone said that uh, Warden Tracy could have been a professional. I don't know about that. Yeah, the paintings were the paintings were okay. It was like a barn snowy hybrid owl. Anyway. Unless maybe they're Rose Matter style paintings, and ah. you can jump in them. Woo! Because essentially, go. at this point now, I think everything is going to end up becoming some Stephen King story. Including there's going to be like, oh, don't go to the laundromat. There's a mangler there. (laughs) It better be, because I feel like that crazy meme picture of Charlie Day pointing to strings and like drawings (laughs) and stuff like that. Because I'm like, well, this could be a reference to this. It could Mm -hmm. be a reference to that. I don't know. So, and then she invites Henry in and says that he can start looking through some of Tracy's documents. Because Henry hasn't given away who he is yet. Right. And she thinks that he is someone who is suing Shawshank Prison. And she Mm -hmm. thinks that private prisons should be 
outlawed. I'm yep. 100% on board. Absolutely. Yep, totally we out. all agree with you, blind Mrs. Lacey. Yep. And so we go to Warden Tracy's desk, and the first note I have on the top of this page is WTF, Q-tips on desk, ew. Yep. That was <laughs> because... not my biggest... There were I have two bigger oohs in this episode, but that was number three, for sure. Yeah! Don't clean your ears at your desk. No. Don't... And if Even if your wife is blind, don't. Yeah! That's worse, because she may, like, Aww. come across it by accident. Like, oh, what's this? <laughs> now I have, like, so much random sympathy for Mrs. Tracy's cleaning issues. Like, yep. her husband was clearly gross, and she yes. just didn't know. Yep. He's, like, one of those people who Ugh. cleans nails and that. Anyway. So, then we get this folder of newspaper clippings. The, now, the obligatory old... folder of newspaper yeah, clippings. Yeah, this was pretty pretty obvious except for one like i the first one we see ehs student injured at work i didn't i didn't know if that was the reference to the brother but he's got to clearly be dead based on the yeah, body no, contortion work. after the fall yeah no yeah and why would they say at work i was yeah. trying to think of like stephen king stories where a kid worked at an ice cream shop or a burger joint or some other stereotypically teenage job but i got nothing yeah no i don't and... know who got hurt and didn't die right huh. so and well, what's EHS? it's something us. yeah it's something high school that yep. starts with e so this may be our doy corner for next episode but mm -hmm. we'll see anyway after that shopkeeper missing after fire we called that. That's Mr. Gaunt. It named him. Things. Yeah, it did. It His first name. It starts with L. It's kind of strange. Le um, yep. Leland. Leland, yes. Um, then there was the rabid dog, Ravages Town or whatever. Obviously mm -hmm. Cujo. Rabies vaccines at an all-time high, said the column to the <laughs> left. <laughs> um, the boy's body found is the the body. Stand by me. Mm -hmm. um, Which they also referenced when he got hurt at the football game. He said oh, it was yeah. the fall after they found that kid by the railroad tracks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Tracy very well could have been peers with some of those boys, too. Yeah, 100%. You know. 100%. They may have gone to school together. Who knows? Um, then the fun thing. This was my favorite. Th I got a little too crazy on this next part. Like, it mm -hmm. got weird. I felt like a psycho. But he has saved desk calendars of days where a Bible, a particular Bible verse appears on a page. Yep. Acts 16.33, I think, or 16.11, 16.11 or 16.33. Either way, he's saving these pages. So we've got January 8th, 2001, November 14th, 1998, April 26th, 2013, September 13th, 2001, April 22nd, 1998 or 1968. My pause wasn't working great then. <laughs> June 13th, 1999 and March 9th, 2011. So I wasted a whole ton of time Googling these dates and trying to figure out where in books they could have come from. And right. the, only, the only few that I could maybe come up with is that I think Bag of Bones took place in 1998. All right. Um, if we're assuming that publication dates are somewhat close to when When the they occurred, sure. Right, unless he specifies otherwise. Um, there's this show called Haven that also takes place in one of these main towns that I haven't watched. I occurs. loved that show. I oh, really, good. really Thank did. God. It's based on the Colorado kid, but okay. it goes way past it, like way past it. It tried to be Castle Rock before mm. 
Castle Rock did. Yeah. And, you know, the Stephen King TV movie ventures are filled with some some bad ones, some failures before the good stuff true. came along. Very um, true. So did Haven take place in 2013? That was kind of my understanding. I think or that's actually just... when it was on. Okay. I don't know what the year of the actual show is. Uh, September 13th, 2001, two days after 9-11. So, like, probably bad stuff he would associate what i'm thinking is that these calendar dates he finds significant or he believes that something bad will happen on these dates that he's going to be like called upon to do his savior thing see that's what i thought because he doesn't just save the page he stops using the calendar when that page comes up when that verse comes up so it's is he going to baptize people because the 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 actual verse was something even the jailer's Something, something. Yeah, it was something about a jailer, which clearly resonates with him because he's the warden. Um, Okay, so I had to do it on my phone. At the hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all of his household were baptized. So this is him caring for the town in his way, protecting them from evil or stamping out that evil, washing their wounds, getting rid of bad stuff maybe that's when that may be. maybe that's when he would go down to visit maybe although if he has to feed him there's some long yeah but we don't know for sure that's true we don't know if he's human um, i mean he only other... had one little bucket to pee in you know what i mean yeah and unless he's eating cigarette butts and butts metal <laughs> well yeah so um, maybe that then the only other the only other date that was interesting, June 13th, 1999, um, was six days before Stephen King actually got hit by a guy driving a van. You remember that whole deal? I, yes, and that was a big deal yeah. for him. Like, he, yeah. he still hasn't gotten over it. I mean, how could you? That's horrid. And but, yeah, so... That's why he wrote... It was one of my favorite stories. That's why he finished the Dark Tower series, because mm-hmm. when he recovered when he would meet people on the street or whatever like that instead of going oh i'm so glad you're here they were all like good thing you lived so you can finish the dark tower because i really would have been pissed if you died and that's genuinely like he's like well screw you people then i will finish him because whatever you don't care about me (laughs) so sad (laughs) Uh, but yeah i can't imagine so yeah six days later in 1999 stephen Mm -hmm. king got hit by a van so yeah that's what you get. Um, no, that just tells you exercise is bad. Right. He's out for a walk. If he had been mm-hmm. home on his couch, there would have been many fewer vans there to run over him. So take that, fit people. That's right. <laughs> Say us basement dwellers recording podcasts. <laughs> uh, Based on TV. Like even... Right, exactly. And having real strong opinions about <laughs> fictitious things. Um, so after that is when, um, Mrs. Tracy does her iconic, are you black line? Mm -hmm. Bad news. She realizes. And then we get another of those, like, Maine is quite lily white because immediately after realizing he's black, her next thing is your Henry Deaver. You couldn't possibly be anyone else. And that was perfect accent. Like, I've got to come up with a, like... A, a gold star, maybe I'll just say gold star for the accent, because she's like, you're Henry Diva. And it was yeah. exactly 
It would be like, you know, the Christina Aguilera kind of diva. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, she does real well. Yeah. I mean, I hope she's in it more because I really enjoy her as an actress. But she has a really visceral reaction to Henry being there, which I think both of us were like, there's got to be more to this story that we yeah. don't know because everyone reacts so strongly to him. There's got to mm -hmm. be some hard evidence or something or something really offensive she even uses the word, or he uses the word, I didn't mean to offend you. Yeah, it's weird. Which is kind of odd. Um, I assume we'll learn more about that later, because it's a strange choice of words. Because I still don't know, and I'll say it, I'll say it now, because I was going to say it later anyway. It's weird how many people have said his name, but he has not said his own name once. Yeah, except on the phone where he confirms Henry Matthew Deaver is his name to the... Did the he say it? Garden. Or did yeah. the other guy say it? Well, now now you've made me... And then I've got, like, another weird theory. Like, did they... Well, no, because Deaver's a last name. Like, is that not really his name? They just gave it to him to replace somebody else. Hmm. I don't know. I gotta go back and... I'm gonna go back and look. Because I know that when he went to the prison, the hmm. guy said, you know, he he just said, who's your client? And then said, do you have ID? And the god said, Henry Deaver. Yeah. And when she asked him, you're Henry Deaver, he was, like, disappointed to confirm it. Because yeah. he had been sort of chipper about like last time i checked i was black but when the henry deaver thing is like uh last, last, last time i checked yep he's disappointed to be henry deaver mm -hmm. maybe just because everyone in town is mean to him but that could be too probably not all right and then the church scene which is interesting they've got prayer pals for the prisoners which is great alliteration but a weird program yes and the minister is, like, reading their rap sheets so that people can, like, volunteer based on how skeeved out they are Yep. by whatever prison. Yeah, that is weird. It's like, oh, I mean... It's like, this and guy's then, in jail for being too handsome and sexy. Right. <laughs> oh, well, let me talk to him. Yeah, then. exactly. I mean, you know, is there anybody, like, robbing the rich to give to the poor? Exactly, yeah, right. Him. Anyone who's buried their gold and maybe has a map? Right. And then he was reading the one guy and it was like horrible rape, horrible murder. And then he's like, oh, and desecration of a grave. Like that was the worst thing that you could do, really. Yep. After that guy's rap sheet. Mm -hmm. So then there was a, I'm, I'm a little irritated slash nervous about this reference. Yep. Jackie Torrance. Too dead on. It seems stupid, right? Yeah. Jack Torrance is the main character from The Shining. The, yep. you know. And they were from Johnny Vermont, guy. not Maine. Right. So is it going to be this dumb thing where it's like, oh, she's the niece or the, the whatever of Jack Torrance and their family and blah, blah, blah. Or that will make me irritated because it's a little doofy. Yeah, no. I know. I'm going to I'm going to say it's a nod. I'm going to bank on the fact that it's a nod. On the other yeah, hand, so is it like for people who aren't that into King? Like, oh, here's a little thing that you'll get just because, like, that Jack Nicholson movie was so iconic and everybody kind of knows it. Wait a minute. But. When was. Okay. So it was what? 1978 that The Shining took place? Yeah. I 1978, no say. 
How old would you yeah. say that gal was? I mean, I gotta guess she's like mid thirties, right? Probably intended to be mid thirties or maybe a little bit younger. I don't know. She seen she comes off a little young just because of the devil may care attitude, but the actress looks to be maybe forty. Technically, uh, yeah. Theoretically, she could be if she if she played younger, she could be uh, Doctor Sleep's son, my uh, daughter rather. Yeah. yeah. Still, I think the name would be Corny, even yeah. if that were the case. Because if he was born in 73, he'd be 45 now. Yeah. And if she is playing younger, which people in Hollywood generally yeah, can't do as a by... rule, I think. Yeah. No. High schoolers are played by 30-year-olds. I have Very no true. <laughs> how old anybody is, so. So. Yep. We'll just put a pin in that. Okay, I got a question for you. This might not be a main only thing, but they the minister guy was like, are you new to the incarnation? And like, I am not unfamiliar with Christianity by any means, and I had no idea what the heckity hell he was talking about. Never, ever. Okay, good. Heard it before. Now, to be fair, and I'm a Jesuit trained boy, so I know way more about like demons than I do prison programs but i've never heard that term i got on my father's side like one of my uncles is a methodist minister never heard it before in my life right and so like being mostly exposed to like protestant non-denominational stuff i've never heard it yeah i just thought it was super weird anyway i didn't know if the incarnation was the name of the church i don't think it was i think it's just like castle rock whatever yeah anyway maybe a future doy I don't yeah, know. it could be. Or maybe they'll tell us. You know, I'm not. I'm just gonna say unanswered questions because the fact is, is that that's what everybody else does all the time. Oh, ten things you didn't notice from yeah. Castle Rock episode two. Can you tell I've been burned before? I'm speaking from yeah, a place of hurt. I'm used to my questions just not being answered in yeah. television shows. Yep. And movies and stuff. That's why, Probably and I think. I'm so, I listened to us. In a brief digression, I listened to us, and we are not treating this like it's a video game, like they're just giving us a puzzle that we're supposed to figure out. We're looking at the things as they're occurring, but Westworld is just a straight-up video game. Like, they expect you to play it. Like, I don't think they expect the gen pop to just watch it and, and consume it. They're expecting you to try and figure stuff out. Yeah, and so I've been kind of avoiding press about this because I don't want to ruin what we're doing. But Mm -hmm. I did read a quote that said that one of the writers said that we didn't want people to be taken out of the story by, you know, all of the references and stuff. Right, right, right. Like, which I'm not because I'm a fairly deep diving King fan anyway. But, you know, I think we're going about it well enough. Maybe we're seeing too much. Maybe we're seeing more than (laughs) than Eh, they ever could have imagined. I'll tell you, I... I witnessed a compliment of your knowledge today. Well, I'm I'm flattered. Yep. You know, so. usually the only the only people complimenting me are are internet strangers, but that's great. Well, this was an internet stranger to you, but someone that I knew, and they said yeah. she really knows her stuff. You heard it here first, people. I really that's know right. my stuff. And I was like, oh, so. so you're saying I don't? And then I hung up on him. No, not really. Ha. <laughs> So keep carrying me, Selector. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I thought it was really interesting when Deaver is talking to the new minister, whose name I didn't catch, and I don't, I don't think, think they, they said. said. Yeah. 
that Dale would drop his wife off at church, but he preferred to get his churching by driving off into the woods. Into nature. That's where he... Yeah, this goes into his whole, like, you know, I have this special connection with God, I'm the savior of Castle Rock sort of thing. This is clearly, I think, where he goes to commune with whatever is speaking to him. But I want to know what that voice that's speaking to him is, because I don't think it's God it's, by any means. Woof, I'm a sheepdog. Woof. Yeah, <laughs> it's the magical woods dog. That's right. I'm a big, delightful. I'm a big floofer. Do what I say. Ugh. <laughs> oh. We can talk about how my heart dropped into my ass with the dead dog scene later on. I thought it was going to be the sheepdog. Yeah. Um, so, A, I wonder, you know, what is everyone trying to be redeemed from? The The minister references Henry being redeemed. I want to know what what everybody seems to know that we don't. Yeah. So, this, I Henry, mean, what's going on? I don't even buy even the story, and, and we're going to get to that scene... Um, because I thought that that was really well done the way they they pulled that all out. But it's also one of my yeah. grossest parts, so I'm going to let you keep going in order because I ain't trying to ruin it. All right. The, you're talking about the scene in the box, right? See what I did there? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was good. <laughs> uh, thank you. I'm being reverent. I'm not mocking the accent. I'm, no. I'm hey, you're, you're, you're being immersive is what you're doing. I'm getting into it. So from there, we jump back to the prison with Zaleski, and he has gone to confront the kid about what's happened to him. This was a bizarre scene, too. This yep. kind of went left field for me because he starts, he asks him if he's been wandering around. The kid doesn't answer, of course, but he's like, of course you haven't. I'm losing my mind. And then suddenly sympathetic pregnancy. Yeah, he just needs someone to talk to because the other guy just yeah. doesn't. Yeah, whatever. I don't care, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I even loved that the way that the scene was shot made it look like the kid was like, buddy, guy, friend. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I can't help you with your, your wife is heavily pregnant and you're freaking out problems. But it does end up being that Zaleski's wife is pregnant. And there was some great main culture or main economic situation stuff later in that mm -hmm. scene, too. So, um... We come to find out that Lacey believes that this kid, this boy, this adult man, Bill Skarsgård, is the devil. And he's imprisoned him underneath Shawshank to protect Castle Rock. So, and like in other Stephen King novels, the evil's been contained for 27 years. Yeah. now it's out. Yep. The cycle, it has begun again. Um, yeah, it... Did it keep Castle Rock safe for that amount of time? There are a lot of stories that reference Castle Rock, and I haven't gone through all of them yet. So, well, calling back to when like you it. said Needful Things was quote unquote the last Castle Rock story, right? Then, if it was the last Castle Rock story for twenty-seven years, then with the evil was contained. Then they did. That is how it happened because Gaunt. Yeah was gone <laughs> and just meanwhile the you know the prison warden who came and took the job for mystical reasons imprisoned this guy or he just built the cage and the guy just appeared in it like it's weird like i <laughs> that's right, we'll this definitely is why i want to know yeah 
Did he age? Was he a child when he got him? Did he kidnap somebody's kid? Where did this dude come from? But did he catch him and put him in the cage? Or did he just know exactly where to build the cage because that was where he was going to appear and then just be like, ah, shit. <laughs> like he's phasing up from hell. Exactly. Then, like oh, God it. told oh, him what it. to do. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> two feet to the left and I would have really had something. <laughs> right. The one portal out of hell that leads to Castle Rock. Yep. Now I'm stuck in this cage. Um, oh, but there's evidence that he may be mortal because when the new warden lady goes down with um, incredibly greasy associate of hers, they find that box of fingernails. <laughs> oh, so gross. That's my I'm worst glad one. You're... And ben. she was poking it. Ugh. No. I don't care yeah, if she's but, the most attractive Cusack, which she is, but... Oh, for sure. The... Uh, okay, so I don't know why everything in this show brings back things from my actual life, but... <laughs> so, I hate fingernails and toenails, and I hate feet, so you know what's coming. But then, so the fingernails and toenails are the worst. My best friend's brother knew how much I hated fingernails and toenails, he kept his in a box for a year. And on my birthday, he's like, hey, listen, I saw this thing. And and I was like, oh, what? And I opened it and he hit the bottom of the box and they all went in my, eh. they all went oh in my, my face. God. Yes. That's, that tells you how I grew up. He held onto it for a year and it wasn't a fraction of how many were in that bucket. Oh, oh that is therapy that is therapy in a box i wish you guys could see our faces right now we both i mean hands clamped over my horrid i want to know if there was any scientific legwork about how like what the mass of 30 years of fingernails and toenails would be like would it really be that much of a box i don't know and wouldn't you um if you were stuck in a box for 30 years wouldn't you at least at some point go, you know what, I'm not going to cut them. I want to see what happens because I'm stuck in this cage anyway. Well, so, like, when she called him a good man, I was assuming that he was clipping the guy's nails for him. Like, this was oh, some sort of kindness that he was doing, which is, not... ew, gross. He deserved to oh, die if gross. he did that. <laughs> I try I try to keep us on track, but, like, random aside, I have a co-worker who clips her nails at her desk every day. She should be fired. What is she... Fired. What is she... What is she cutting? What is growing back so much that you have to cut them every day? It's foul, and I hate it. Anyway. Please record her. Please record her and send it to me. Just tape it. Every day I hear the little clicks, and I have to walk past her to get to our office supplies. Oh. And, she's just like... and then she does that little thing where she sweeps it into a piece of paper and puts <clears throat> it in the trash. I know! It's awful. Anyway. We didn't uh, care when the head came off with the rope. No, not at all. Just Ugh. fingernails and toenails and Ugh. Q-tips on desks. Damn it. We're, we're both very tough and very delicate in different ways. You yes. Know? It's the living that are gross. Um, the dead are fine. <laughs> right. Exactly. But everyone in this damn prison is so chill about this. Whereas yeah. I would be like, what the hell's going on? What the yeah. hell's going on? You Doesn't know? make any sense. The guy's like, should we, should we call so-and-so? Well, I mean, and then there was that weird thing about everyone says he was a good man, so he must have had a good reason to imprison a human being and clip their fingernails for 30 years. Yes. So. And also, apparently, know. we can't fingerprint anybody in the jail. Like, yeah. they haven't tried to do anything said, to identify him. 
right. They said he wasn't in the system, and that's just that. It, well, what oops. that picture book is that their system? Mm-hmm. Well, we looked at all the pictures, none of them are him. <laughs> the system being the three ring binder, exactly. And the pages aren't laminated, they're not <laughs> laminated, it's gonna get destroyed. So then her creepy associate, whose name I don't know, says like, we'll call okay, I'll take care of it. Yeah, Slick will take Slick. care of it. Yeah, and then turns out taking care of it is throwing the guy in Gen Pop in a cell with a horrible Nazi. Yeah. So. Which, by the way, like, nobody in Maine would... would have enough gumption to, like, give themselves that many swastika tattoos or anything, really. Like they would maybe, maybe got, get one, you know, and yeah. it would, and they did it themselves, so it didn't really come out right. It just kind of looked like two squiggly lines in parallel. Oh yeah, he had everything. He yeah. probably got like bust in from like I don't know. Yeah, he was from out of place. state, probably yeah. Massachusetts. We support you, Maine. We know That's... better than that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I've got a note here. It says it's a yikes from me. Mm-hmm. Um. That was that was real on the nose with the Nazi thing. He yeah. had the eighty-eight. He had the swastika. He had the like cross of the Knights of Templar and every. I mean, he had every he had... racist white supremacist tattoo you can get. It was like it was like he was the book that you flip through at the Nazi tattoo store to figure out what you right. want to get. <laughs> he was white supremacist the guy. Yes, template. Know. Anyway, the implication being that Slick obviously thinks that this guy's gonna kill him. Yep. This is all highly unethical stuff that people are doing with, like, no qualms whatsoever. Also, Slick is dumb, because why would the Nazi kill the blonde white guy? Right? So, yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking, too. This guy just hates everybody. Yeah. Um, yep, the things we do for our town is what Tracy said earlier, and that made me think of that line. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, even though Shawshank is Castle Rock adjacent, not really in Castle Rock, but yeah, still the but... things the things we do to cover up the evils of this town. So then we go back to Henry's house where his mom is no longer. She seems more cognitively there. Yep. Right. And going to point something out in the Gold Star area. When Henry looks in the fridge, there is not one, not two, but three cans of brown bread and brown bread in a can is a super main thing it's made by the burnham and moral bean factory which is right in portland maine it's brown bread in a can like it used to be a thing that people made and they made it in a can like they put the brown bread ingredients and then they bake the can but okay it's, oh, you mean like actual bread? This yeah, when you like open that can, beer. this is like no, a bread in a there's can. There's bread in that can. I'm fascinated. It's a super main thing. I'll send you some. I'll have my brother send All me right. some because it is, is genuine. It like, it's it's is like it savory? a savory. Is it sweet? It's it's brown like molasses flavored bread, and it's just oh, the okay. shape Sounds of the good. can. Like you open up the can, I'm you dump board. it out, and now you got a bread cylinder and it's kind of dry but kind of moist in that deceiving way where you think this is going to be moist and then you take a bite and you're like i've made a mistake but it's a it's a super main thing and the fact that the fact that they had that in there was such a like treat for me because even even my wife was like oh my god that's that gross bread you made me eat (laughs) 
Yeah, you had me at like maple syrup or what, molasses, yep. then you lost me. You had me, you lost yep. me. I'll try it. It's a Who roller knows? coaster. You know, that might be a future doy too, like mm. brown bread. <laughs> anyway, that's great attention to detail and yeah, like really something is. I wouldn't have noticed. But they're <laughs> very true to the the main aesthetic, yep. if you will. And you know what? In the interest of not wanting people to run out of disk space on their phones, I think we should take a little pause now that we've had some brown bread and we'll pick the show up right after this in a second episode. What say you, Ms. Selector? I'm on board and on bread. All right. So then you can find us at Hannah Selector and at Acadia on Twitter and stay tuned because the next episode is going to come up sort of right after this one. Bye. See you soon. This shit stops now. <laughs>